Emergency services workers are being praised for their work during this past holiday period. More from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. His Excellency the Governor Martin Roper pays tribute to the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service, Cayman Islands Fire Service, Emergency Medical Service, 911, Customs and Border Control, and hospital staff for their, quote, outstanding service to the community over the holiday period, often in what he notes difficult and dangerous circumstances. The governor took to social media on Tuesday to pay tribute to Acting Police Commissioner Mr. Kurt Walton and his team for, quote, some excellent police work over the holiday period, adding the RCIPS has an excellent track record of arresting those responsible for serious crime and disrupting the activities of these criminal groups. He says he welcomes the good progress they have made in identifying those committing the recent armed robberies, knowing this has caused great concern across the islands over the last few months. His Excellency appeals to the community once more to come forward with any information they may have, noting there is now a substantial award being offered by Crime Stoppers to those who come forward with information to help the police catch and convict those behind the robberies. He says it is reassuring for us all to know that the proactive efforts of the RCIPS during Operation Winter Guardian and other campaigns are, quote, effective in both reducing the number of those on our roads who are driving under the influence and catching those who commit crimes. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. It's another satisfactory rating for the Cayman Islands Further Education Center. We get the details now from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. SciFac is a specialty school established in 2010 in response to the government's decision to restructure its school system to include full high schools from year 7 to 11 with a separate program for year 12. SciFac is unique in that it offers a program which spans one academic year and provides an opportunity for students to resit level 2 exams in mathematics and English. The report published by the Office of Education Standards says as a school, the percentage of students with special education needs is high, with some experiencing mental health issues as well. Students are provided with work placement opportunities, aligned to their career development interest, and there are plans to relocate the school to premises now occupied by the John Gray High School. According to the inspection report by the OES, Cayman Islands Further Education Center was graded satisfactory overall. The report says most of the quality indicators were satisfactory, with a few weak and some good. In science-related subjects, students made good progress in their learning and attained well. In all vocational subjects, students made good progress, and as a result, for most, attainment was good as well. Assessment systems were detailed and effective in informing students about how how well they're doing, and the report says attainment and progress in English was satisfactory. Teaching, support, guidance, leadership, links with parents and staffing in the learning environment were also great as satisfactory. There were three weak judgments, which were for attainment and progress in math and staffing and the learning environment. The report says progress and attainment in math remained weak and limited progress has been made in addressing recommendations from the previous inspection. This is now, quote, an urgent priority for the center. The weak judgment for staffing and the learning environment relate to the age of the building and the limited facilities. The report says it's anticipated this will be resolved by the planned move to the new site. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find the full report online at obs.gov.ky. Gas prices continue to creep downward in the new year. Radio Cayman's Paul Cal reports. According to the overall retail network weekly analysis of the Cayman Islands done by the Utility and Competition Regulation Office, the average price of self-service regular gasoline is $5.39 a gallon, which is an 18-cent drop since last check on December 24th. Premium self-service gasoline fell $0.04 cents to $5.88. And diesel dipped 17 cents to $6.37 a gallon. 
For a quick comparison, three months ago, prices were $5.97 for regular, $6.37 for premium, and $6.49 for diesel. For Grand Cayman, the cheapest self-service regular is reportedly being sold at Jose's, where Offreg says it's $5.29 a self-service gallon. The average price for regular gas in Cayman Brac jumped 42 cents to $6 a gallon. Folks on Little Cayman are still paying $7.29. On the diesel side of things, the Offreg says the cheapest self-service option is also Jose's, where it is selling for $5.99 a gallon. According to AAA, the average price of gasoline in Florida rose to $3.30 US dollars for regular and $4.06 premium. Log on to offreg.ky for a full breakdown. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. The Ministry of Youth and its affiliate, the National Youth Commission, announced the appointment of the Cayman Islands CARICOM Youth Ambassadors, CYA, 2022-2024. Back in December, Caymanians Vanessa Burke, Chad Powell Jr. and alternates Destiny Dali and Juan Pablo Valerio were appointed and are members of a regional network of young Caribbean nationals. Minister for Youth, the Honorable Bernie Bush. I congratulate the successful applicants. Since our youth will one day lead this nation, we want them represented in local, regional, and international forums by capable and motivated young persons. Our CARICOM youth ambassadors and the alternates are all passionate, determined, smart, and ready to engage and empower our young people. The CYAs and CYA alternates will serve a two-year term working closely with the Youth Services Unit. Their mandate is to advocate for and educate their peers on local and regional youth priorities identified by the NYC and the CARICOM Secretariat. The Cayman Islands Shipping Registry celebrates 120 years. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports on the mark they have made. During those 120 years, the Cayman Islands Shipping Registry, which is a division of the Maritime Authority of the Cayman Islands, has built itself quite an illustrious history. Kayla Martin, Manager of Human Resources at the Cayman Islands Shipping Registry. On an international level, the Cayman Registry are leaders within the yachting industry. In addition to dominating the yachting industry, we also maintain a high ranking on all of the major port state control memoranda of understanding, which includes the Paris MOU, Tokyo MOU, and the United States Qualship 21. Established in 1903, it operates as a world-class ship register and flag administration. Today, the Cayman Registry boasts a register of over 2,300 vessels. In addition to vessel registration, it has expanded oversight that includes maritime affairs, maritime law, and regulation. And it has also contributed to the development of specific codes that allow yachts to charter globally, including the Red Ensign Group Yacht Code and equivalent standards such as the Cayman Yacht Code. Equally important, the Cayman Registry represents some of the world's most prestigious vessels. Ms. Martin says this has attracted the world's finest shipping partners and maritime companies. It has a market share of approximately half of the world's super yachts, in service and 80% of the global market share of ultra-large superyachts. Of the superyachts currently being built worldwide, approximately 50% are being built under the supervision of Cayman Registry. Yachts and merchant vessels registered in the Cayman Islands are amongst the safest and most compliant in the world. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. To learn more about the Cayman Islands Shipping Registry, check out cishipping.com. Financial literacy was the focus today at John Gray High School. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. 
Dozens of students at John Gray High School spend this morning focused on money, a lesson in financial literacy. You guys are in your last year of high school, right? Getting ready to go off to college. Some of you may decide not to go off, may decide to enter the workforce right away. But no matter which way you decide to go, personal finance and money management will ultimately be very important in life. In partnership with Cayman National Bank, this event is part of efforts here at John Gray High School to ensure that students have more than theory. It's designed to give them practical knowledge and tools they can use for the rest of their lives. Principal John Clark. We think that as a school, it's our responsibility to really help you start on that ladder looking after your money and being financially literate and responsible as citizens of the Cayman it's a sentiment echoed by Joanne Conley, numeracy coordinator for Ministry of Education. So many studies have been done to show that if young people, that's you guys, know about financial literacy, you make such better decisions in life. Yeah? You make better financial decisions. And really, if we think about the world as we know it now, we've gotten so much more financially complex. Students and their parents also had a chance to put their newfound knowledge into action, signing up for accounts on site and a one-on-one -on -one opportunity to ask financial and money management questions. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. And we'll leave you with this one. Mimi's happy cart at the Cayman Islands Hospital got a special boost from civil servants for the holidays. The cart provides gifts, art supplies, games and activities for children undergoing inpatient treatment at the hospital. Members of the Civil Service Toastmasters Club, as well as employees of the Department of Planning, recently made separate gift donations. Planning has been providing support to Mimi's Happy Cart for four years, and staff held a bake sale which raised more than $600 for the charity. Parents of cancer survivor Skylar May Ebanks, affectionately called Mimi, launched Mimi's Happy Cart a few years ago. Their daughter Mimi endured two brain surgeries and six rounds of chemotherapy at St. Jude's Children Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. Mimi, now seven years old, is in remission from cancer. That is your latest local news. I'm Shanda Gallego.